This is Podcast 20 for Comic Spear and Sci-Fi. This is Brad, Mark, and Sarah. And Q, uh, Q is, uh, where the hell is Q? Q's not here. Well, we're Q-less. He's, he's, <laughs> we're he's Q-less. crying uh, yes. over the success of Captain America. Oh, yeah, that, that must be it. Uh, Denver is here, in, uh, large and in charge. And we're going to talk about the long-awaited Civil War, Captain America 3. And um, many other things, and whatever's in the news, and on our Facebook page. And um, well, this is our hello. this is our first a uh, live to Facebook podcast. Yeah, first live to Facebook. So. Hello, Facebook. And thank you, Sarah, for coming. So it gives oh, a little visual appeal here, <laughs> <laughs> since this is going to be broadcast uh, the video portion anyway. Well, I advertise to my su- not quite thousand friends on on Facebook. We actually got some uh, hundreds of likes going on the announcement. And we so. want to appeal to those uh, non-chubby chasers out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> And we're only 15 minutes behind, so sorry, folks, right. if you're waiting, uh, waiting for us to get started. Right. I'd like to thank all my friends and fans out there that tuned into this podcast, and I hope the rope that I tied you up with isn't too tight. <laughs> <laughs> or What about the ball gags? Yeah. Well, that's that's just so they don't make too much noise and disturb the neighbors until Mark gets back to feed them and water them. <laughs> yes, Sarah, it's that kind of show. Yeah, Sorry. Should I be scared right yes, now? Yes, yes, you should. <laughs> we don't do anything on camera, so there's no proof later. So you're actually ah, the safest person okay. in the city. All right, all right, yeah, I guess so, huh? And we'll just keep pretending that Q's not here because he has to work. And I was told that you could kick my ass, so. <laughs> I have been lifting. Actually, I was going to say, we were told that you could kick all our asses. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, so you know. it's not as if you're 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 short of target space because it's easier to hit center of mass when the mass is gigantic. <laughs> so we're all right there. All right. Well, this is a light news week, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the same thing happened the week that Batman versus Superman came out. Oh. I, I think that you know all the media attention was on the the movie. Yes, I agree. And so they didn't want to their message to get lost be it new trailers so right. there was really no new trailers this week which is no not rare. Really. i was wait i was looking for them and i didn't see them no there was some cool promo videos though uh independence day put out a uh, a promo like a fake news item did you see oh, that brad no it's essentially what they did was they recapped the first movie to kind of get everybody up to speed because it's oh, been so long since that's yeah. been out. Only 20 years. And then they teased enough of the new characters and the new cast, you know, to kind of get people So you know, this excited. marketing campaign sounds like it's going to be a good one. I just I can just foresee it. You know, they just already started it. They have like two months to do it, you know, and it just seems like they're doing a good job so far. So Well, and the, the, um, the trailers are very, uh, I want to say the trailers are more complete. There's actually story, consistent story in the trailer. It's not like what we've been share what we've been getting in the last big releases is flash, flash, flash. This is this is actually a continual. There's plot in the trailer. That's all. I mean, it's, it sounds like they must have hired the same or they're using the same marketing company that did Deadpool. I mean, they did oh. they did a really good job with Deadpool. You know, oh yeah, okay. It sounds like that. You know that. They use they're using the same people. Well, speaking of Deadpool, did you guys see yes. the Blu-ray commercial that they did oh, in the fashion it. of the it. Viagra, the oh, erectile dysfunction? And there, there's a point in the there's a point in the commercial where he's standing next to some woodwork, and Deadpool's doing this to the leg. Oh yeah, of the. 
It's so wrong and so funny. It's brilliant because it makes you remember it. You're right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You I, know, I, I think that's totally disgusting why people would do that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Better than this. <laughs> you know, I'm just glad I'm not the one doing it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Okay, uh, one more kind of interesting uh, movie promo that came out this week. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse, they released three, uh, like, 80s retro arcade games oh. inspired by the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. And yeah, they, no, that's they even came up with uh, box art that looks like the old Atari cartridges, really? the old 2600. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can go online, uh, check out our Facebook page. And there's three different games, and you can play kind of like this one that's like a Pac-Man-esque uh, game. Oh, okay. So yeah, so it's all kind of inspired by those old, oh, you know, great. arcade I, games. Uh, I was just there. I missed it. I'm not sure how. I yeah, well, it. I'll, I'll, you got I'll plenty of time to check Indeed. it out. So are these ones now just uh, browser-based, or I believe it's just okay. yeah, just browser-based um, because it didn't look like there was a lot to them. You know, I, I didn't spend a lot of time on each of the games but you know for someone who was actually around when those games those kind <laughs> of games were coming out it was you know very nostalgic it's for very me nostalgic yeah so okay so we did have some news items mm -hmm. uh did you guys see the new radiohead music video yes i thought he they took, they took themselves yes off the they internet. they took themselves off yeah. in a great marketing ploy to kind of get people buzzing what's going on I mean, what's their, going their, on their website yes everything was disappeared dead. it was like right. white noises like well shit if everybody wants prince when prince dies watch this well <laughs> what they did was they took everything off and then they put out this uh, music video uh, called burn the witch so it caught oh. my attention because we did a burn uh, we did a, a witch podcast not oh, too right, long okay. ago right okay um, Sarah, what did you think? You said you saw the, the music video? I heard the song. I did oh, not okay. see the music video. And it's actually interesting because uh, the music video was playing so that I could hear the song because you can't get the song anywhere. Oh, at least to my knowledge okay. when I heard it, you could not get it. So you can song. only get it through the music video right. as of right and, now. Okay. Um, and, but same thing, I heard that it was all taken down. I don't believe that you can actually hear it at this point. No, I think just that just, just that music, music video. video. Yep. Yeah. And and. and why I posted it on our page and why we're talking about it is two reasons. One, it's a, they use the really cool retro 60s stop motion animation oh, okay, style cool. to do the whole video. Oh, nice. And then the other thing is because of the, the title, Burn the Witch, uh, they do a total homage to The Wicker Man. Oh, wow. Uh, the, okay. the kind of the cult classic movie yeah. where they build the huge, tall wicker man and burn it, you know, right. at the Barring end. Starring Christopher Lee and Edward Woodward. Correct, yep. And there was the uh, the <laughs> atrocious Nicolas Cage remake. Oh, my God, which is, right. <laughs> which is so bad that it's good. Unfortunately, that's what most of our viewers probably remember is yes. that. Well, one. that's the most recent. That came out not too long ago. Damn, those remakes. Okay, we had... We've got some DC news, so too bad for Q. You're not here. You can't chime in. Oh, so no 10 minutes of DC this No, episode? no 10 minutes. No. You all can kiss my ass. <laughs> that's right. That's um, the kiss my ass segment. Yes. Oh, is that what we're calling <laughs> it now? The, kiss my it ass segment. Too. It's all gone. Okay. Uh, the Killing Joke coming out. It was announced coming out on August 2nd on Blu-ray. And uh, if you want to get it early, you can uh, July 23rd, it's a, it'll be available for digital download. Oh, okay. And so, of course, the Blu-ray is going to have all kinds of bonus features and cool yeah. stuff. So that should be good. And as we like to tease Q, that'll probably be better than Batman versus Superman, yeah. in my estimation. Um, another I don't think Q. That that's that hard. 
<laughs> no. No. You are correct, sadly. Um, okay, another Q-related news. They uh, they released the first image of the new Power Ranger suits. Oh, it was, I commented on that. I looked at it. Okay, Tell us Remember, your two, two weeks ago, we had the chicken green with the horns that looked like death in, in uh, the Time Bandits movie? Um, they are... They're very nice. They're very shiny. They're 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 not rainbow colors. It's total um, total phony foil, right? And there's no package room. So these are all either you know they're Unix, or they're Castrati, because it's like Barbie dolls. It's freaking smooth. It's it's wrong. They look like Iron Man. Iron Man has a cod piece. There's there's not a smelt piece. In these things. Well, that was my first reaction was that they totally redesigned the suits to to look like Iron Man. And now I got to say, they look better than the old spandex TV version. So it's definitely an upgrade. I don't believe you can do anything if you're. I don't think the Pink Power Ranger needs to worry about that. Uh, Well, what? There's one girl in the four boys, and they're all like, (laughs) hey, what do you think? I don't know. It's all right with me. They all tuck back. Right, exactly. (laughs) Which, from based on the TV show, uh, I right, would not exactly. be surprised. It's the Helium Power Rangers. Right. Okay, yeah. so, well, another uh, reboot news of sorts, mm. the, uh, the Han Solo movie oh, that they're making. Yes. The actor has been cast. Yeah. Uh, and, Mark, I know you saw Hail Caesar. Yes. And so it's Alden, how do you say his last name? Aaron Rich? Yeah, I believe that's how it's uh, So he's a young, up-and-coming guy. He's only done a couple movies. How was he, he in was Hail Caesar? He was probably one of the best parts of Hail Caesar. Okay. Yeah. He played sort of like a Gene Autry kind of cowboy star. <laughs> but, but he was a horrible actor. But he was good with, like, riding a horse and, you know, doing a lasso and stuff like that. And that's why, and, you know, he's from the South. So oh, okay. That's, that's why he funny. was a movie star. Now, do you think that he would make a good Han Solo? Well, He's got you know, the chin for I've it. Seen, we he saw definitely him, has the look. I saw him in one other movie, and that was Blue Jasmine, where he played the stepson of Kate Blanchett. I forgot all the one about didn't that. one didn't want anything to do with her. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like yeah. moved to like San Francisco, and you know, and so you know, I just, there's not much of his work that I know, but you know. So based on Hail Caesar, you can't really get a good indication yeah, of whether or not. Yeah, but if they casted him, I, you know, you got to trust these people, these studio people. When they cast people, you know, they did like they had them do the you know auditions and things like that. So I mean, I trust him. So I, I'm I'm hoping that he's gonna knock it out of the park. To so use a sports analogy. what do you think that you you do a dead read? You say okay, you've seen the movies, you know how the character's supposed to be, because do you as a as a casting director do you direct somebody to learn the part with the risk that they're going to play it like the previous person who played it? Or do you give them the story and you give them the motivation and say, and this is how you're feeling now, give it to me like this, and you just let them act and, and just do it? I mean, how they do you know? I give them various types of ways of doing you know doing the scene okay. you know, and see which way they like it. And- well, let me ask Sarah, because the three of us grew up with Harrison Ford and Han Solo, right. mm-hmm. you know, so we might have a different take on recasting that role. Right. Than some, some people well, actually thought that they should have got the guy in that Age of Adeline movie. Yes, I heard he was young. a dead ringer, yeah. looks-wise, anyway. But they didn't cast him for some reason. Even though he did a great impression of Harrison Ford, they might have not have wanted to go with that. They wanted to probably reestablish the character as a new... Do something different. Do something different, yeah. yeah a different type of personality or a diff- just, just to look a totally different look 
for Han Solo. Maybe that's what they were going for. Maybe they're going for like a reboot type look, you know? That could be. And I think that sometimes when they do that, when they cast, you know, um, they have uh, a younger actor kind of go back in time and play what could have been in the younger years mm. of a character. I think that there is a little bit more playroom in that than what is to ex- be expected. I mean, I, I let you guys kind of know before um, we started this today that I'm a Doctor Who fan. And anyone that knows Doctor Who knows that there's a ton of different actors that have been involved all playing in the same character. And somehow it still works. Now, is that the same? No, it's definitely not the same. However, I think that, you know, throughout time and space we've had a lot of characters who have had that younger portrayal done and those actors have to have so much pressure on them to maybe live up to you know like Harrison Ford and what he did and is he going to throw his arm back when he's you know shooting and whatnot Um, but I think that you know it it, it will just be seen I think for the fact that he's going to be so much younger um, than you know than what Harrison's uh, Harrison's uh, character's age was, you know he might be able to have a little bit more of a character in I himself. Mean that's Maybe a little bit more cocky. I would like to see him even more cocky. Oh really? Okay. I think he so. was always known as you right. know uh, being. So I mean, he you have to you have to eventually. I feel like with age, I your your cockiness kind of gets knocked actor, down. This can't be more than ten years prior to the New Hope. A New Hope. No. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like a teenage, late teenage, you yeah. know, just starting just, out kind of actor on Solo. Like he could be like anywhere between 25 and 30. Mm-hmm. Right. I was going to say he's looks Solo early in his 30s. early 30s when he did Star Wars. Right. So we're looking for a 24 to 27-year-old Han Solo approximately. I mean, I think he can Depending do it. Depending on what the story is. We don't right. even know what the story it, is. I, I so. think it depends on how they, uh, how they treat his, his, his hair and his complexion. And I know that sounds silly, but... The the look you can make someone look a lot younger. You can make somebody look based like a on lot younger. And, and, and if you consider how, like you said, how cocky he was in the very in the first movie, um, I don't see any reason why they couldn't. You couldn't transition into it. I mean, there's always, you know, very few people look exactly the same way they did say in high school as an adult. I just want I just want to see him meeting Chewbacca for the first time. Oh That's yeah, all I really right. care that, about. If they show that, then that should be priceless yeah. because a guy in a hairy suit's a guy in a hairy suit, and that's <laughs> actually the best part for continuity. Right, and I just I feel like there might be a little bit more playing room than we're thinking. He might be able to kind of be like maybe there's things that are happening that give him that cocky edge eventually. Yep. Or maybe he's really really flamboyantly cocky he at just the beginning, that and he way gets his pegs yes. knocked out from him. But is he cocky you know? because he's lucky, or is he cocky? because he's good because uh, because he's measures time he measures time and distance right right the 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 running gag is the kessel run in 12 parsecs well 12 parsecs is a distance you you know it's and he says it's serious okay let's not get too uh bogged down with the minutia of star wars here but but you know boba fett's got to play a role in this movie yeah that would be a great way to bring him back into the job of the hut yeah we got to see him you know, get the, the 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 price on his head. You right, know. exactly. So yeah, I want to see a, a, a skinnier Java. Java. No, <laughs> well, I don't I think anyone needs to see called, it ever. I wonder if I don't this think movie's going to be called the Kessel Run. Ooh, that's good. Good one. Yeah, good one. Could be. All right. Well, uh, on to. Oh, you know, I was going to jump off, but uh, there was other Star Wars news this week. Oh, May the 4th, yes. Star Wars Day. Did <laughs> yes. you guys do anything it's to my celebrate? Wife, it's my wife's birthday. Of course I celebrated. 
In fact, she, in, in trying to get people to remember her birthday, she says, oh, by the way, they have a new thing. It says, may the 4th be with you. And whoever's on the phone that she's telling laughs hysterically says, okay, we'll try to remember that. It's like, right. all right, fine. But, yeah, um, yeah, we had a, a what is it, uh, Chris Stevens um, provided a, uh, a picture for, uh, you made a meme for the, for the uh, Facebook page. And every time anybody sees that, it's always funny. And honestly, on May 3rd, I honestly forget until somebody puts that meme up. Me and, too. And it's really funny. May the 4th be with you. Yeah. yeah. It's, not like, no. it's not like the week before. I can't wait. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. It's a holiday, you know. Yeah, right. well, you know what I found to be uh, interesting was that the week before we had this concocted alien day. Oh, yeah. That the, the, the studio came up right, with. Right, April 26th. And so... That, I think, was, you know, we talked about just being like a, a, a ploy to, you know, push a bunch of merchandise. Right. Whereas this, you actually had people actively involved. I mean, yeah. R2-D2 and C-3PO came to the White House and danced with right. the, the first couple. And, uh, right. you know. Stormtroopers were there. I saw. Yeah, yeah. I saw so, something on YouTube about that. It was So that's it was how it funny. should really be done, you know. People, fans that are into right. it, that want to Absolutely. participate instead of being well, and, uh, down her throat. I wore my Star Wars underwear that day. <laughs> does that count? <laughs> that doesn't. And count. only the Sith knew. Right, exactly. <laughs> so is so is is May fifth Cinco de Mayo to you, or Indeed. is it Revenge of the of the fifth? Yeah, I think Revenge of the fifth is a little too. Actually, if you if you start Cinco de Mayo early, that. it's also Revenge of the fifth on the sixth. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so has anybody did, did you guys see the there's not not one but two uh father child youtube videos oh, what darth vader yeah the uh, one the father uh, dresses up as darth vader the kid gets up starts to fight him and says yeah come on read me a story absolutely priceless and then there's the one with the uh the guy and his kid they're watching the movie on the couch in the living room and the father's Mother's doing this. He's he's looking at the camera and the kids. Oh no! <laughs> when Han Solo dies, he says, blah, blah, you know, the kid says, blah, 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 and you can't understand him when the father translates. He says, Yes, it's a bad son. It's a bad son. It was it was really I thought it was funny that they just happened to come out at the same time. Yeah. But they were both very good. That that little kid in the first one, he was like, Here, read me, give me do this. That yeah. was yes. that was good. That was right. good. Because at right. first he but it was like on cue. He woke up, saw it was just started him, fighting him. Pulls yeah. out the blue Wasn't saber, scared, and starts nothing. fighting him and everything. Yeah. Right. All right. We had another big day this week. Yesterday was Free Comic Book Day. Ah, uh, yes, I participated. In you that. did excellent. Yes, I did. Share yes, your. I did. How many free comics did you get? Do you know those fuckers only gave me three? What? <laughs> and if I and with no notice to say, dude, bring us some canned goods and we'll let you have some oh, more. Oh, they were trading canned yes. goods for comic yes. Books. And it's like, do I look like I carry around canned goods? I eat canned goods. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a little pissed. I, I, they were even giving away last year's. Free comic book day comics. I realized oh, they had leftovers. From yes, last year. Exactly. Are they worth any money? <laughs> no, they're no. worth because zero. they're free. Um, there was a couple of interesting ones. I I actually brought them uh, to give to Q because I my plan to stop at a couple different places. Well, comic book stores, unfortunately, because I don't know. Do you um, have you seen the online bookstores like Marvel's site has something called Marvel Unlimited? No, I did not know that. Actually. Yes, for a small fee. Um, six, seven bucks a month, 
you can have access to all their all their books, long archive books, uh, books that I've like lost and I we lost in a fire when I was a kid. Um, that I can still read the books. Oh wow! Um, and it's they have nice software. You can either read wa- read them full page and do the whole thing, or it 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 reads it like manga. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so so Marvel has that, but it's that's six month lead time. So it won't. They'll let it all get sold out in the Stay store. On Stay on target. Oh no! Stay I, on am, target. I am. I am. Free These, comic book day. It is. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> but there's stories, right? Mm-hmm. In order to get you, it's a trick. We'll give you a free comic book called, let's say, Secret Wars Number Zero, right. which gives background to what turned out to be uh, like a twelve-issue thing of, of Secret Wars that nobody knew, and only the higher-ups, same people that sent Hulk to his own world to get him out of the way for Civil War, okay. World War Hulk, right? Exactly, and they're they're planning, they're they're doing all this planning. And it's just it, an, it's just a great way to get new right, people into exactly. stores. But you give them, get free comics. Right. And but you give them one episode, and then you trick them because the other thing at the store was, if you buy mm-hmm. more, you'll get more free. Oh, right? I see. And, and it wasn't really a, a huge event event, but there was a lot of kids there. I was happy to see kids there. Well, the one by my house, they were doing a barbecue in the parking lot. They had cosplayers there. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so they went all out, and they had comic book artists oh, you know, cool. there to sign I've, I've and things I've like seen that. i stuff like that. Yeah, this was in Pontiac. They're, they're lucky they So, yeah, I think for <laughs> most people, it's or a shoes. really fun day, yeah, and it's sure. just a good way to get people in the store so they don't go online right. and read but their comic The good books. news is, one of our local places, and I, I've seen this in a couple of places, is once they set them out, after free comic book day, if you go in there later later weekends and, and or anytime in, in May, they have them out there. They're, oh, so they, you can just grab them? You, they will let you get, pick them up. Yeah, ah, absolutely. That's oh. cool. But that's what I was going to say. Um, DC, on DC's website and on Marvel's website, they will let you download the free Comic Book Day comics to a device. Oh, wow. So there was a tie-in, if you didn't interrupt me. Um, yes, that's right. If you didn't take 15 minutes. Oh, so they'll, yeah, I'm so they'll sorry. let you do it for free. Yes, on they, free you can Comic download the whole free book. As opposed to having to pay for it to Exactly. Quick. Okay, exactly. that's really And cool. that's a good way to test out yeah, the, think, the, the device and it see is. if you Absolutely. like reading it digitally. Because right. some people... Like the old-fashioned turning of the pages and the text. You know, style I was just uh, listening to NPR the other day about um, about uh, the bookstores and um, right and uh, you know about how they're worried. You know, is the digital age really taking over publication? You know, at the printing of books and yeah, whatnot. The- and they're saying that it's actually not. A lot of people do like. The, the actual, you know, opening up of a page, physically reading something in front of them as opposed to seeing it on a digital screen, which I love that. I, you know, used to work at a bookstore and um, that's very nostalgic, very home-like for me and a lot of people that are uh, very close to me. And so I'm glad that that's not necessarily going away, going but away. it is a good it is a good source to have something, you know, so you're not always bringing along, uh, you know, a book that could get ruined yeah. by so much, 
You know, I just bought a book the other uh, other day, and especially with comics, they're so very fragile. Yes. Um, yeah, unless you're going to have the bags and the cardboard. And all yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So it that does travel friendly. That, that oh, second, um, you know, ability to just kind of have something where you can take it with you yep. or uh, read remotely um, and not have to worry about, you know, oh my gosh, I don't want to damage this. Oh my gosh, someone has like, um, you know, a bottle that has perspiration, you know, or it. Um, or precipitation? Yes, precipitation. Did Rain. I say perspiration? S- s- yeah. Oh, that's a different type of comic book reader. <laughs> your arm when you're walking, there's a problem. Um, also, the nice thing, as much as I do like turning the page, because I do this, I'll read and go, what the hell did I miss? And go back and, and do that and realize that either two pages are stuck together. I don't know how that happened, Mark. <laughs> Stop reading my fucking comic oh. books. Or there's just a bad book. Or they're still learning how to, you know, the writer isn't, but that's another story. Um, any one subscription for usually these softwares, and you can have it on your phone and on your tablet and on your PC, because I have read, I've used both services for reading books I paid for and for free on every electronic device that I can manage. Mm-hmm. So wherever I am, I can pick up the book, and I don't have to worry about putting it in my backpack, having it all rumpled and whatever, because nothing in there is safe, mm-hmm. as I'm sure you know. And you, Well, I don't see you carrying a purse, but that's usually my experience when you ask somebody for something in a purse, and it's supposed to be oh, like no, this, and what you awful. get is something like this. Oh, it's awful. So, yeah. So, okay, in other news. Hooray! The uh, 2016 Video Game Hall of Fame has announced a bunch of new titles that are going to be inducted this year. Um, I'll give you the titles real quick. Sarah, I know you... Uh, you're into gaming, so... Uh, the Witcher's got to be like three at least. Well, the, they only do uh, uh, six a year. Okay. Uh, so we got, really? uh, we got uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Right, yeah, I saw okay. that. Legends of Zelda. Of course. of course. Oregon Trail. You know, that, that is, makes sense. That is really funny. That's kind of an that old school sense. one. That makes sense. It is. Uh, it, then you got... Wait, let me finish. You got The Sims. Yep. Sonic yep. the Hedgehog. Plenty yep. of Sims games. And... My personal favorite, Space Invaders. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just okay. Because I remember okay. playing it in the arcade when yep. it first came out yep. as a, I was as a small fry. I was a, f- a ten dollars and quarters a week habit. I would get paid, go to bowling alley on Friday, and carry my uh, carry my roll of quarters in there and play until I was done. Yeah, uh, I think Space Invaders is probably one of the most. Um, adapted video games like there's so many times that people have remade that game over and over and over and still maintained the same look and feel and everything of the original which is is crazy to me that there's not just copyright going crazy over that one actually what is it that's namco isn't it i believe so so, yeah Yeah. and Um, what i like about those old games is uh, what's the adage Uh, easy to play difficult to master absolutely nowadays i try to play these games and there's so many buttons and you got to go to this screen and that screen and it's like oh overload see that's the that's the thing when when those games were in the arcade it was a dial Yes. And a fire button. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't it wasn't a slider that you had to balance when you press with your thumb and the thing shoots to the side and you gotta like tick 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 tick. It's not the same type no. of play. No. That's the problem. Yeah. The beauty of the Atari though, and because that's why I bought my first Atari. You're talking about the old twenty six hundred right, is you had that thing the little like a mic, like a police officer's mic yep. that had the click fire and it, yep. and it had the twist dial. Yep. And you'd stare your ass off. Or the joysticks that I would always break yeah, exactly. mashing it back and forth. Right. Ah. But those analog devices were so much better for control. 
Now, did you get 12 dimensions out of it? No, but I can only think in three dimensions. Why do they make controllers that you need a friend to help press a button? Well, nowadays, though, I think it's just a matter of being used to it because my kids play Minecraft, and they can flip back and forth through all these different things, and they're like seven years old. But the replay value of those arcade games is still so significant in, in today's market. I mean, there's the, those types of games, Pac-Man, all of that. Like, it is something that's simple, but people still get addicted to them. They still want to play them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why bars all over the nation still have arcade games, yep. you know, up and running, because people love doing that. And it's, it, right. like you said, it's simple to play. But it's hard to master. I mean, look at Donkey Kong. You know, I mean, Don- yeah. the original Donkey Kong was is awesome and i remember there was a place in rochester in the place that i grew up um a bar that had donkey kong and i would my boyfriend and i at the time used to put quarter after quarter after quarter and just try to get the highest score and you always think you're going to do it and then there's a little glitch or something and speaking of donkey kong just to interject there's a great short (laughs) online you gotta check out my name is banks.com yes yeah that guy is brilliant Fantastic. Yeah, I wish they could do that with every arcade game. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, now, here's I have one question, and maybe it's just because I don't know enough about this uh, video game Hall of Fame. But to me, it seems weird to induct games because all every other Hall of Fame, you're inducting a person right. for a career. Right. So I could see a you know a, a Hall of Fame for video game makers. Or designers. Right, but we don't know who they are. We don't see them. We don't recognize them. Yeah, but I'm not going to put in, you know, the album Let It Be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going to put the Beatles in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think, have you ever seen, like, the credits at the end of a video game? Especially the old ones. It would be, you know, know, the soundtrack. Yeah. And I think that it's like that uh, adage of, like, it takes a community to raise a baby. I think there's so (laughs) many people. Yeah. You know, it's like with, uh, you know, a movie winning an award and it's like the makeup team or whatever. But when it's like best movie of the year, it goes towards that movie and that it means the cast. It so you're saying it's just nowadays it's just too hard to give. I think it o- always one ha- person. Yeah, I think that award. the video and especially because one person, you know, might have been the lead developer or lead person for a video game. But maybe all their other video games didn't really, you know, branch off as well. And um, especially nowadays and and before, the video games have such a huge team. And I think it's such a huge think bank that it's it's better to kind of give it to that one game. Gotcha. And and give everybody the credit then because it could be you know I'm I'm not sure how they're developed but I can't imagine that it's just one person saying this is exactly how everything's going. It's like to when go. someone wins best picture at the Oscars. That's what she just right. said. Yeah, they, they bring everybody. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's like when Lord of the Rings pool. won best picture. It was like everybody then is right. congratulated, yeah. and that movie couldn't have been what it was unless every single person was you know that one leather you know. Uh, tool and die guy or something that was really making <laughs> Aragorn's belt the perfect belt. You know what I mean? I mean, that all of that does play a huge factor towards it. Right. Well, think about, uh, I don't know, I'm sure you've all played um, Tetris. Mm-hmm. The, the credits for Tetris were unique in that the guy who created it, he, he had like his own page. 
His name went down and was So detailed. he did everything for that game. He designed and made the original working model himself. Gotcha. And the guy who composed the music. Oh, he did the music? So well, he's a different like, guy. Oh, okay. But it was... So it was it, him and the music it composer. It was him, and then the music guy, and then everybody else. I see. So if you were going to give the, an award... To, to Tetris, you gave it to this guy, and I can't say his name because it's like mostly, Some Russian, mostly consonants, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, not nearly enough vowels for my mouth. And, and, the other, and the guy who did the, the wave music, there's still people who believe that wave tones are a, a, a real way to compose music. So how you play the game is, is directly proportionate to how well your brain responds to the tonality of the music that's going on. Right. Sure. Um, I know that when I'm in the arcade, that that's that's 100 percent true. Really bad music, and it distracts you, and you can't you can't do it. Um, I was one of those people that would go to a friend's house to play Tetris and destroy any score they had on the box, and they would get mad at me and then not invite me to come back because I can go into like some weird Tetris trance. Oh, that song is like... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, that stands the test of time. I have a weird theory, and I know it's a little off topic. Oh, bring it on. We're full of weird stuff here. Yeah, next to Brad, I'm sure. (laughs) Won't be weird at all. You know how... Somebody to have a theory around here since Q's not here. (laughs) (laughs) I have a theory about that. So you know how um, majority of our music now, pop culture music, and even like indie bands and whatnot, it's very synth driven. It's very digital driven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a theory that the reason for that is because uh, the video game music. They all grew up listening to those video games. And I mean, any gamer that you talk to, they talk about Legend of Zelda. They talk about Tetris. They talk about the Final Fantasy series. And I mean, there's a lot. There's sometimes I'll listen to music and I'm like, wait a second. I know that song. I swear yeah. that's from this dee, video dee, dee, game. Dee. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I will name that tune in four notes. Right, exactly. I mean, there's there's so many people that have those you know ringtones that are made out of it. But it, there's so much music that is very synth-driven. And, um, you know, I, was, I think I was listening to an Animal Collective song and it reminded me of like a Legend of Zelda song. And I was like, Isn't I wonder, funny? who knows? Yeah, you yeah, know, probably yeah. uh, that makes a lot of but sense. But it is. It's actually. so iconic. And when I hear, you know, like an opening to a chest in Legend of Zelda or something, there's part of me that just squeeze. Well, you've heard it so many times; it's like burned into your yes, brain. Like you just—you can't help. There's like endorphins, just like. I yeah. just I get so excited about it, yeah. you know. Well, and music always, regardless of where you hear it, always triggers memories right. from yeah. when right exactly uh, it came out. Right, so. second uh, second only to uh, smells. Oh, re- oh, okay. Yeah, that old, I old factory me- old factory memory is will take you back to the womb. Okay. Sound, sound memory is supposed to be very, very similar. Okay. Because the the organs are so you know right there. Speaking in your brain. of smells, one of the most fondest smells I ever had, or that I can ever remember. Q's mom's smell of a Star Wars action figure. Yeah, there you oh, go. Jesus. <laughs> no, you, you mean Halloween? Yum, Halloween. Yes. That's that will always bring me back to my to my youth. Interesting. Well, that yeah. proves Brad's point. Yeah. yeah. Okay, no, so we've got some. Uh, Comics, beer, and sci-fi news. Uh-huh. Uh, next weekend, we will be at the Motor City Comic Con. Yes. Mm, and Sarah, you will be there Are you in costume? Yes, yes. Um, I believe Friday I will be there as Aquaria. 
who is making a debut in uh, one of the comics, comic books that will be sold there. And then also Saturday, I believe I will be coming as Sahara Jones, uh, which is um, she... She's kind of, I don't know if I should say the female version of Indiana Jones or not. Well, it's like a spoof, essentially, yeah, of she's, Indiana she's Jones. she's very Indiana Jones-ish. She, she um, is... I'm surprised her first name isn't another state. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Illinois Jones. But she has a whip, and she uses some guns, and she takes on some natives, and she will, she will be debuted at a later point in um, Able Ideas. However, she will be making her debut uh, at, I believe it's Saturday, this... Uh, Motor City Comic Con. Yes, yes May the 13th, 14th. and 14th out at, uh, what is it, the Suburban it, Collection. Sunday too, 15th? Is that 13th, 14th, 15th? Oh, no, no, are you going to be there on Sunday? Sunday? I will not be there Sunday. Okay. okay. So if I you want to see Sarah, you got to be Are you going to enter yourself in the, uh, into the cosplay I uh, think contest? I might. Yeah, you know? you, I think you should. If you're not judging it, you should definitely be in I it. think I should. I think I should. The uh, Sahara Jones costume is is pretty solid. I like that one. I like both of them. Cool. They're very comfortable. But Sweet. I also kind of feel like a badass, which is awesome. So we're going to be there. Uh, well, we? we'll be there all day Saturday for sure. Okay. Uh, Friday and Sunday, there might be some right. form of us there. I haven't decided whether there. not to take a day off of work to... Uh, but to, we'll to come down or not. We're going to try to do uh, a, a podcast, another live podcast okay. from the uh, the convention fun. floor. So that'll be interesting. Okay. We'll see. I love Comic-Con. I love it. There is never, when you are interested in comics, when you are interested in gaming and nerd culture and geek culture, it is like home every time you go. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. You just feel like you can be yourself. You can let out your weird nerdy jokes and somebody in the room will get it. Well, I have a problem with cerebral humor, but other than <laughs> that, I'm, I'm, I'm with you most of the way there. Well, just, I just like so it because fun. it's the people watching alone yes, is absolutely. worthwhile. Yeah, oh, that's 100%. And then all the merchandise, there's just stuff that you would never see, you know, unless it, you it really scour all the stores, uh, you know. Some of those, some of those booths, have like con- uh, moving containers worth of uh, stuff. I don't yeah. even know how they get it, how they transport it, how they keep it in good condition. Um, I, I think now I remember back in the day when I used to go to trade shows, um, you couldn't unpack your own truck. You could drive your truck into the floor and their people would come and take it all off the truck for you and then you drive your truck out. Um, I don't know how they do it. I'm not sure I want to know how, but I'm still amazed every time when I see floor to ceiling and it's what, like a 20, you know, 20 foot rack of mm. stuff and somebody needs a hook on a pole to get something oh, off yeah. because you decide. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, oh my God. The They're huge. It's, oh it's unbelievable. God. It's like a city, it's, it's small like a city store. block. And it's like, a yeah, store. It's a retail store yeah. on ice. And I just want to say, I know a lot of people go there for the celebrity autographs, mm. but check out the comic book artists. Oh my gosh. I was Those are the, the most genius people. And, so you know, care. you see these long lines for some, you know, quote unquote, has been, you know, TV actor. Yet, I didn't the, say it. but the <laughs> but the, <laughs> the the awesome artists that are, you know are still doing great work yeah, sit yeah. there you know when waiting for people gorgeous. to show up. Right. Well, the first time uh, Q and I went uh, to uh, Motor City, we went through and went and talked to artists, and then when we went to um, Florida so- South Beach, uh, Florida South Beach Supercon, we went around and, and checked out artists. In fact. I saw a number of things that I thought were were literally praiseworthy. 
things that you're going, wow, nobody does this. Yeah. Kind of artwork. Um, just the uh, it, just artistic quality is amazing on some of these people's works. Um, I had a problem with somebody. I, I there was artwork, but it wasn't in a book. It was regular print, you know, print. And I'm thinking, hmm, comics, beer, sci-fi. You know, sorry. I this is wonderful, but I gotta go. And I it wasn't in our wheelhouse. Eh? No, it was not. All it right. was not. It was, well, it before- was a little little too much. Like what's that um, sparkly vampire stuff? Oh, the Twilight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, nice talking to you. Got to go. Bye. (laughs) All right. Just a few uh, more quick plugs for ourselves. Mm, Um, Plugs. Uh, this week we put out a bunch of videos that Mark actually did yeah. over at the Great Lakes Comic Con. He talked to the original Mandarin, the from- worst facial hair <laughs> I've ever Early seen. Mandarin, yes, the 1960s oh my version. God. And I, I, I'm just glad that he did not try to do a bad Asian accent of some form. It, so. it was very, it was very funny. I, I think what the 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 clips that you put along with it. Um, were priceless because I remember watching those episodes on television. Some of the crudest animation ever. Yes. They was like they would take a still image and then just rotate it in the camera. Oh, there was a, there was a ton of that. But that's do you know that was more like watch, watching a comic book. Yeah. Because that's how we had to do it, it when we were kids. Like that's Marvel, how like, right. Uh, but that's how animation or something. When like. we read them as little kids. That's what you did, mm-hmm. right? You opened it up and and it moved, and you you wanted and you moved the book, and there wasn't, and you saw that's what's happening on the screen. You know, I mean, you're this tall, but my favorite part of those animated shorts were were, were the voiceover. Actors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I always loved the guy who did the Red Skull. I am the Red Skull. <laughs> you stupid incompetence. <laughs> Reminded me of uh, General Hochstetter on Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> you idiot! You know that kind of stuff. <laughs> and Mark much. also talked to the uh, the Ghostbusters over at the Great Lakes yeah, Ghostbusters Coalition. I don't know how you got the that that one woman could have come right out of the new movie. Oh, she did kind of remind me of like a she, Melissa McCarthy, yeah, 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 yeah. A little darker complected. Yeah. Yep. Did you like the Jeff Foxworthy? Uh, oh my God, that was hysterical. <laughs> To understand what they're talking about, please uh, go to our YouTube or Facebook channels and it check was, it out. They were very, they were very good choices for interviews. I'm sure you had plenty to choose from, um, but those were really priceless. Mm-hmm. There's also a cosplay, a oh, kids, kids cosplay so video, yeah. and little, there's some more videos coming right, as well. The little so. girl dressed up as Thor. Oh yeah, that was I think that was a little boy with long what? hair. What? That was a little boy with long hair. There was a lot of little Damn. boys. Gender reassignment. There was actually a lot of little boys with long hair there. I I I have no idea what could have motivated them to do that. Yes, they saw our our, our show and were They're like, going, I want to be like Brad. Brad. <laughs> that mother. The guy that played Superman. <laughs> Dawn of breakfast. We also. Uh, Got a lot of feedback on last week's podcast. We shot it with that 360 oh, camera. Yeah. People really like seem to like the interactive quality of that. Oh, okay. So we'll do another 360 one. I just figured we'll try something different this week and do the the live broadcast. Yeah, it was um, it was bizarre that the swing. You know what? Playing it on a on a uh, phone. Well, the best part about the phone is you can hold it up and it, wherever you, you look, like, yes. right? Yeah. Turn the phone like that. <laughs> you and you can get the goggles where you slip the phone in. Right, I've and seen that. It's like a virtual reality, oh, you know, minus the 3D. Yeah, you know. yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah. So, okay, before we get to 
the main topic, Captain main America Civil topic. War. Uh, you guys have all been sipping on yes. a little bit of the Erraticus number two <laughs> from Shorts. Oh, yes, it's uh, Erraticus for certain. Um, uh, Radicus 2 is a wild cider aged in gin barrels. Tastes too much too much like juniper berries, if uh, you want to know my opinion. Um, funny story about that. Um, you throw juniper berries in a bag of uh, vodka and throw it in a sous vide, and in about four hours, guess what you have? Gin. Ew. And William Shatner still couldn't act his way out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. Um, it's um, It smells good. Well, last week, but I don't. I it it kind of it's it. The front end is sweet and appley, and the close is a tart and makes your face go squishy. Well, last week we did the Erraticus number one. Yes, and that was uh, the the hard cider aged in wine barrels. Yes, and it tasted like wine. And so this is aged in gin barrels, and so it, it tastes, tastes like, like gin. gin. And it. so it's just to me, it's amazing that. These barrels retain that much of oh, the yeah, original flavor and it that sucks it whatever out. you put in there, it's going to take on that characteristic. Yeah. Well, do you know that um, there is a company that sells roasted, roasted cedar barrel staves, cedar barrels that were used to make fermented uh, items, and what they do is they, they cut them up and then they roast them, and you use that to flavor food. And whatnot, like um, mesquite. right, right, exactly. Um, or like literally put it in it. Like if you're making a stew or something, you mm-hmm. want to pull the. Or for illiterate people, it's me. He's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Q's not here. Don't worry. You don't have to dumb it down. Oh my god, that was hysterical. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, uh, I like it. I'm not a big gin fan, but I think the the hard cider. Kind of balances it. I think enough. if the cider it. was a little harder before it went in, it wouldn't come out tasting so so ginny. We still have no idea what the ABV is on this, do we? I don't see it. Oh wait, no, that's serving temperature. This is no. So well, we'll do a little research and we'll try yes, to find that out. I, I would appreciate that. Sometimes they don't even. I know with some beers they don't even it's bother. So bad and he's um, having seconds. I love these wine yeah, flavored beers. Like I have a bit <laughs> please do, please do. I'm such a pussy when it comes to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> if only they put them in a blender, it'd be so much easier. All right. So now, as, as, as uh, Dan Eckert was doing in Blues Brothers. <laughs> Oh, and the, the part of the show we've all been waiting for. Yes. Captain America Civil War. I know. I do have to preface this with I have not seen it yet. Oh, no. What the? I want. I know. Sarah, I, I wanted, wanted to, to this so as a spoiler bad. Because most of our fans have seen the movie already. I know. I know. We're going to spoil the shit out of this. Movie. I know. You know, I was, I was uh, filming a, um, a trailer for a a little bit of like a movie. Very so. Okay. So I do have an excuse. All right, so I was covered in blood. Who is this anyways? But um but well Not right. the kind <laughs> you're hoping for, <laughs> Mark. Bella Lugosi said in Ed Wood, what kind of movie is this? <laughs> right. I'm I'm playing a demon that steals faces. So oh, I was, in, that's I was all cool. bloody. So I, I you know, I, I couldn't go, but I want to go. I was actually talking to my best friend who is a huge Chris Evans uh, fan and she she told me that she would would climb that man like a tree. 
Um, well, wait, you, <laughs> earlier <laughs> you specified. She said as Captain America. So Chris Evans yes. only oh. as Captain America, not in his other. Uh, not when he was in not another right. teen movie when he was like had the whipped cream out all over his genitals <laughs> and a banana split coming out of his no. ass. Oh, oh my God. God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh I didn't know about that, love, and I, I think I'm goes, traumatized for life as a result. Captain America. Yeah, like split. you've never seen him before. Right. So, he is, so he is a fine, should we preface this by saying... Well, let's do the non-spoilery stuff oh. first. Okay. It's okay, I'll still enjoy you it. You know, that way we'll, uh, we'll warn everybody, okay. try to get I'll as many uh, viewers. part of the whole movie is the spoiler stuff. Well, well we'll get to that. As long That's, as you don't go listen, past... Listen, I'm a Game of Thrones fan, and I also am a Facebook user, so I'm okay I with spoilers. I know. I you just that. have to come to grips at some point in your life that spoilers are going to happen. When Game Game of Thrones is on. I don't even go yes. online because it's like I do not watch Walking Dead. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Exactly. I don't watch Walking Dead. So no, we'll we'll night. talk spoilers, but let's talk about the non-spoilery stuff up front. Right, and then and that way Facebook people. Facebook is an issue if you don't go to Facebook and you don't watch TV. There are no problems. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll do the we'll do the non-spoilery stuff first. Right. Straight face then we'll then we'll warn everybody that way okay. if they want to turn okay. off they can okay. Uh, they can okay. so save themselves. I have a few rubrics. Well, let's talk about the, some numbers first. Oh, okay. It it in last week internationally it made two hundred million. So it was not even released in America. We talked about that right. on the last week's podcast. So this weekend in the U.S., they were hoping that it was going to make $200 because okay. there's four movies so far that have done that. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't quite break uh, that milestone, but it still made $181 million. That's really close. Damn you, Mother's Day! <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, actually, Disney... Uh, was their own uh, biggest competition because the Jungle Book came out as number two, and that made that twenty. That was a good movie. That made twenty something million. So between the two, they made you know two hundred million this Disney's weekend. Disney's is pretty happy this weekend. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Um, it is. It was the fifth biggest opening of all times. So not too shabby. I like opening a big fifth on the weekend. Me so too. That's good. Me too. And it uh, it got a cinema score of an A. Which is very important because uh, cinema scores are basically the fan reaction. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So if the fans give you a bad cinema score, you're screwed. So this right. movie's going to get continuous business for the next yes. month. That's what it means. It's, it's not just going to get a big chunk on the first weekend. It's going to you're going to get people going. Like Batman and Superman. Yeah. yeah. But did you right. notice what happened to the um, the Rotten Tomatoes score? No. I was watching it on Friday, and it just went lower. It's at 91, though. It was 82 the last time I saw it. Yeah. Check that, Mark. Because, uh, yeah, last I had heard it was at 92. It does, it does go up and down. Okay. It won't show you the, the graph. Oh, okay. But I feel like as, especially movies like this, as, as you know, they have such a cult following that I feel like people get to the point where it comes out with this great review and then people get spiteful and want to knock it down. I noticed that really um, with the, the Star Wars movie. You know, it was like it. It people were so it. You know, you just get sick of hearing about, about it, it and then yeah. they're like, "Yeah, well, I'm gonna get picky now." Yeah, the backlash you know, as comes, it comes in. Out. Yeah, it's at ninety one percent. Okay, what's the other number? The audience score is ninety two. <laughs> okay, so pretty consistent across <laughs> yeah. the board. Because yeah, we talked about last week how it started at ninety four percent. Right. 
went up to 98 at one point. Right. I know on Thursday it was at 92, so it looks like it, it fell another yeah. percent. Yeah, because I was watching it on Friday. still pretty impressive. When I went, yeah. went to work in the morning to when I left, and it had gone, it was in the 80s the whole day. So I didn't see it until Saturday morning, but I haven't voted yet, so what do I know? That was probably you actively vote on Friday. Sometimes, if the, app, if the if the phone app that I use is actually working, well, there you go. Which it isn't all the time, so that's another one of my complaints. But I'll save that rant for another time. Why does voting always get messed up, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Well, so. let's let's talk about one other uh, thing before we jump into the actual okay. story itself. Um, Fandango and USA Today teamed up for a little online poll. And they asked uh, viewers two questions. Okay. They gave everyone a list of Avengers that do not uh, yet have their own solo film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Black Widow was unanimously ranked number one. Yeah. M- uh, most fans want to see her in her own film, have solo you, have film. Have you see the Bla- seen the Black Widow Punisher um, movie on uh, Netflix? Never even heard of it. Oh, well, I'll have Is to it post- animated? It could be. Okay, because, yeah. I've okay, well, let's, talk about, let's not talk about stuff that okay. we don't know anything about because we haven't okay. seen. I, um, I saw it. Well, I know. I'm, I'm just joking. Well, if you saw it, how do you know it's <laughs> whether or not it's animated? Because I'm making fun. It's, oh. it's animated. Oh, okay. It's, okay. Okay. it's very dark. And the it's, it's the, the parts. It's written very well to the people. It's very, uh, to both the Romanoff and the castle characters are as you would expect them. Okay, well, because, I mean. Being that she has this well-established history of yes. all the movies that she's been in, right. it seems like a no-brainer. And and Kevin Feige actually said that for Phase Four, they definitely want to do a Black Widow movie, even though mm-hmm. nothing is, you know. Well, what about right. just a, like the, a, a flashback movie like when they're in Budapest? Remember her and Hawkeye? That would be cool. He remembered Budapest a lot differently than her. Yep, yep. <laughs> that, that would be good. Movie. Right. So. Although they've built such an intricate web of uh, of a storyline yeah. that uh, it's almost it seems like it might be easier to do a flashback than to try to weave her Actually, into everything that's that, going that on. Recalls the whole thing and shows both of their points of view, and then what really happened. That would actually be. That would Especially be different for Marvel, yeah. Yeah, but I think kind of left it open, like at the end of this movie, what happened to her? Well, let's yeah, let's not uh, jump yeah. uh, jump ahead here. Jump yeah. ahead. <laughs> Jumping ahead. Let's just uh, let's uh, talk about. There was one other question in that Fandango poll, yes, sir. and they uh, they asked uh, fans, did you, "Did you have you so far have you liked the Iron Man movies better or the Captain America movies better? Mm. What would you?" Sarah, what did you? What you? What's your personal take? Did you have a preference on? I think that probably the Iron Man movie would would the Iron Man movies would win over that just be just from. Well, he was kind of the first true yeah. Marvel Studios uh, right, movie that kind of launched there. Uh, from my perspective, though, I think they're pretty equal. Um, but I think that, you know, I think that if there was a poll, maybe it would be Iron Man over that just because I feel like he's kind of a man's man character. And, uh, un- you know, unfortunately, the audience for a lot of these movies tends to be more male. Well, he's uh, a playboy and he's yeah, brilliant exactly. and he gets he's to do cocky, all this action. So. He's the ladies yeah. man. He's got all the equipment. Yeah. 
um, more ways than one. And, <laughs> uh, whereas like Captain America is kind of like he's crush a bit of a squ- a bit of a square though. Yeah, 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 and he's crush worthy. He's a little bit more popular with the ladies on you know uh, in the actual like going to view. Um, well, Mark, what's your take? What who would you? I'm kind of torn because I think the Tony Stark character is much more interesting character, mm-hmm. but I think the Captain America movies were just better movies. You had two great movies, in my yeah, opinion. You just had the one good movie of Iron Man. I mean, one great movie, and then the two decent ones. You know, yeah, the second one was so so. The third I liked better yeah, than the second but one. I just but think that the last two Captain America movies were just awesome. Yeah, yeah. and but I like the character of Tony Stark better. So yeah. it's kind of yeah, like it's, 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 so. It's Brad, really can you? Keep it to like under sixty seconds. What your take on the uh, two <laughs> franchises are? Uh, Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man or Captain America? What's your go team Cap? Um, I like Ca- Captain America better as a person. Um, he's more he's more grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, no, if, could not just because he can't fly. Um, Rags to riches. Yeah, the. Um, Iron Man stuff was well, okay, and we're but t- I again, like we're the, talking about the movies, I know, I know, not I know. necessarily the yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but that's the thing; the the characters are more consistent. Uh, Tony Stark in the movies is all over the place. Captain America, Steve Rogers is consistent throughout everything. The last two movies in this one, um, Tony Stark, he's on the fence, he's under the fence, he's in a he's in a bowl, he's in a bottle, um, he's up his own ass. I mean, it's. Well, dramatically funny, speaking, that kind of makes it more interesting. Yeah, I, drama. Yeah. Oh god. It's okay. Well, no. let's cut I'm, to I'm the I'm in chase it for the here. laughs. I'm in it for the laughs and and uh, and well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tony Stark is much. Iron Man much, is uh, Iron funnier. Man is, does have some better lines. In fact, the Pepper Potts lines are are usually very funny. So, yep. well, it's a toss up for me. Fans. Uh, clearly established that they like the Captain America movies over the Iron Man really? movies. Wow. Yeah. Well, which, I'll buy that. Yeah, and I agree. I, I totally agree. And again, they weren't judging which character they like better, which movies they like yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. Um, and I think after... And those movies are more fresh in people's minds, too. The last two Captain America movies were after all the three Iron Man movies. They were? No, the no. it was Iron Man one and two, then Captain America. Yeah. I'm talking about the last two Captain America movies. Was it Winter Soldier after Iron Man three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but they, this poll was done before Civil War came out. Okay, so they were just basing it on the two Captain America oh, okay. movies. Wow. Um, so yeah, even without Civil War playing into effect, uh, they he still got the vote. So, and I gotta say, one, this third one was even better than the second one. So it's a rare franchise where each movie keeps getting better and better each time. Yeah. And I brought this up last week, and, and no one really had a good answer. But, you know, I would say that this has got to be the best superhero trilogy of all time. Uh, well, hands down. for it to go, the, yeah, I guess. Because you've got X-Men. They, they had their original yeah. series It's always the franchise. third movie that falls apart in a yes. lot of movies. Yes. Dark yes, Spider-Man Rises, 3. Yep. Spider-Man apart. 3, X-Men um, Last Stand. Yep. And somebody brought up uh, Blade. I, for- I forgot about Blade yep. Trilogy last well, time. Yeah, okay. It was horrible. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, so that's I th- absolutely true, though. Now, here's the interesting thing. We've got, uh, at the end of the month, we've got X-Men Apocalypse, which is really a third movie 
in a a new X-Men trilogy that started with First Class, Days oh. of Future Past, and right. now Apocalypse. Uh, so if this is great, and I contender. think yeah, and I think that followed the same trajectory. Days of Future Past, I thought was even better than First Class, which I I did like. So if a Apocalypse is even better than Days of Future Past, then we've got two awesome superhero franchises. That's how it ends. Yeah, yeah. So it's now the early word that I've been hearing about Apocalypse oh. is that it's awesome. And here's the the proof. If you go to the Rotten Tomatoes podcast, they did a little uh, spiel on it, oh. where essentially uh, their take was the earlier that critics are allowed to see a movie the better the studio thinks that their movie is. They have Yes, exactly. And so they've been doing tons and tons of previews for Apocalypse already, even though it's still... You mean pre-screening? Yes. Okay. uh, Still uh, uh, almost a month away or three weeks away. Mm -hmm. Um, So to them, the Rotten Tomatoes people were like, that tells us that... It must be a pretty damn good movie. they have movie. their own yeah. built-in critics in the studio. They'll tell them, you know, yeah, this movie's good. They're marketing people. will tell them, yes. yeah, we think this is going to be good. Let the critics watch it. Yep. Well, and, yeah, and they do the test audience reviews, and so if those are, you know, high-rated, you know. So I think it's going to be a good summer of, uh, of superhero movies. All right, so now let's, uh, let's warn everybody if you want to turn off uh, – Go ahead, because we're going to start talking some spoilers. Um, on the, the rubrics that we've been trying to... Uh, oh, on the, we're breaking the set. No, what's going on? Okay. Um, Causing if, all if, kinds if, of commotion if, if down at that here, end. If, if, if Q was here, then he would shide me for being angry at something we know is always the case. And well, wait, let's... Be, Marvel doesn't stick to the books. Okay, but and before we get to that, yes, let's just talk about the movie itself. Yeah, yeah. Then we can put it into I context am. of of you oh. know how it relates to other things. Okay. Um, because and if you want to hear what Q uh, had to say yeah, about the movie, go online. It's pretty uh, funny. He he did his usual uh, selfie recap yeah, from the blowjob cam. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, from so. his nonsensical <laughs> point of view. Right. <laughs> His one-sided DC fanboy point of view. Yes. But before we start comparing to other movies and the source material, let's just talk about the movie itself. Mark, can you give us a real quick thumbnail description of the the storyline? How does Iron Man and Captain America, you know, come to odds? Uh, The the government now wants to take over the... You know, wants to be in charge of the Avengers now because they're holding them accountable for all the collateral damage they caused during their little skirmishes Total with bullshit. bad people. And uh, Tony Stark starts getting a conscience a when he runs into a lady whose son was killed in yeah, Slokovia. And so he feels that you know he need, you know they need to be accountable for their actions and and you know they try to get all the Avengers to sign. Sometimes you get the horns. Well, let's talk sign. about that real quick because uh, Bravo on the timing for that one. Age of Ultron was you know kind of not as well regarded as the original avengers right but i have to say this movie kind of retroactively redeems that because it plays such a huge part of this movie but it's yeah i mean that doesn't make the movie you know a great movie by any means but but yeah 
but it gives it some context because the damage and destruction that's done in that movie, which was caused by Tony Stark building that damn robot. Yeah, this wasn't aliens so coming to attack so, so us. All of the all of the Avengers need to be punished because Tony Stark is an arrogant douchebag. No, no, but I, what I'm trying that's to... That's what it amounted to, the whole movie, and I have a complaint about that. Well, no, that's what the government... That's not what the movie is saying. That's what the government in the movie is saying. And doesn't Thunderbolt Ross turn himself into the Red Hulk eventually? The guy's an asshole anyways. Why is he in charge? Well, again, you're talking about stuff yeah, that... Yeah, we're talking yeah, about yeah, the we're movie. We're talking about the movie. Don't, but don't, you don't can't... Look, off. look, I have a problem Stay with the whole target. registration. I am. The whole... The basis for the movie is simple. The government says it's their fault... They have to pay for it. If you can't pay for it, you have to do what we say. And it's basically saying, we'll tell you when and where to go to fight crime. Tony says, okay. And Cap says, well, if there's somebody that needs rescuing and nobody's going to rescue him, I'm going to fucking rescue him. Except he uses nice words because he's a fucking Boy Scout. The fact <laughs> is. Who are you arguing with? <laughs> well, yeah. Oh! Brad, no one's, no one's no, saying that that's. The whole, I, the whole premise of the movie. The whole premise of the movie is based on wrong logic. So wait, that, you're saying that no government in the world ever enacted wrong, used wrong logic to solve their problems? One guy, the, 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 the billionaire playboy who runs the Avengers, is willing to give the control of his group of friends, because he has none otherwise, to the government because he feels guilty because yeah. Alfred Woodward came in and said, you fucking killed my kid, you bitch. And he went, eh, <laughs> Really? No, that's not why he did that. He did that because he realized that he created Ultron. He created the destruction Pepper that Potts happened. Broke up in. With him for the same reason. Right. So he is dealing with a lot of emotional issues. Then let us issues go get so psychoanalysis too. Right. And so that's what's affecting his decisions in the movie. I understand that. And that was visually that whole part of the movie was really quite amazing. Well, they pulled another movie. Michael Douglas uh, scene from Ant-Man where Beautiful. they, they yeah. put Robert Downey Jr. back into his 20s. Oh, cool. yeah. It looked great. And see, what's great about those sequences is those actors were around at that time, so right. they have reference footage so that they can make it look identical. I mean, you know, right. a lot of times they've de-aged people and it doesn't turn out that right. well, but with Michael Douglas... And Robert Downey, they had actual, you know, footage that they could use. They probably went back to like less than zero, or yes, or, yeah. um, the one, um, the one where they uh, they built the woman with a oh weird science. Weird yeah, science. he looked just like the weird yeah. science Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Even the same haircut. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. So so, so basically, that's the movie is Tony feels guilty, goes to Thunderbolt Ross and says we should do something. The, the United Nations says, fine, fuck you, Avengers. Do what we say or eat shit. And there's two teams. One team says, yes, we should. And Cap says, fuck you, no. And people who are loyal to Cap are on one side. And people who are loyal to Iron Hence Man are on the other side. That's why they call it Civil War. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of pissed at Marvel for, for commandeering what amounted to over 98 separate books that were devoted to telling a story some 10 years ago between 2006 and 2008 time to be dedicating all that time to a civil war all whole, like, that's not the point films. the point is the only thing this movie had in common with those books is that side a side b disagree fight 
That's bullshit. Well, they, they want Come up with a better fucking title. Hey, it's they own it. They can do what they want yeah, with they, it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> coming from the comic book. Yeah, again, let's talk about yeah, the movie. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. understand it and let our fans understand it. He's a comic book nerd. We're the film nerds. And this was a film. We're no, and about we'll right talk now. about the comic book and how it relates to the movie. But I'd like to just get through the movie real quick first. That's what we're talking because about. I think uh, the way you're painting it is very black and white and and kind of uh, all or nothing. Whereas this movie, what I appreciated about it was that it was wasn't that way. When they're fighting each other, they're like, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to hit you that hard," or "Why are you pulling your punches?" Right, right. and you know and their loyalties are going back and forth. I mean, uh, again, we're f- clearly in spoiler territory here, but right. when they're trying to get to the Quinjet and right. the Black Widow has them trapped and she lets them through because she feels sympathy towards Captain America and Bucky, right. you know, that's what I liked about the movie was that, yes, they were fighting and they all took a side you know that's what's being advertised and promoted right but that's not really how the movie was even at the very end you know steve is writing love notes to tony saying oh i'm sorry i hope we can be friends you know so to me if it had been this you know i'm gonna fight you to the death kind of a thing you know no one wants to see that these are all Heroes Captain that we like, Iron Man at the end. The time yeah, yeah, I exactly. wasted reading a hundred fucking comic books to prepare for this goddamn Forsaken movie, only to find out it had nothing to fucking do with the whole it fucking. Told page. you to read all those comic <laughs> books to prepare for this fucking movie. <laughs> no one told you to read that stuff. I'm trying to be prepared to do my fucking job. Thank you very much. All right, well, just again, Wait, just was that a knock on me? What? No, 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 no. I think that if you're going to use a book as as reference, then it should represent the story even partially. If this is what the story is about, you take off all of these parts and this is all you're left with. That's what I don't like. I just wish you had more passion. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's I'm sure it's this gin-soaked cider that I've been drinking. Well, let's talk about uh, since we're talking about the. I for one am very excited to see this now. No, oh, it's I, a great. I, mean, movie. I was already it's very very movie. excited. I was talking to my best friend this morning. And I was like, I, I we need to plan this. We need to go out. We need to see this. Yeah. Well, let's and let's talk about that for a second, Mark. What's your take? How does this fit into the overall uh, Avengers universe or Marvel universe? How, where would you rank it? Is is this at the top of the, oh, the in list? Oh, in terms of films. Yes, yes. Oh, it's right up there. I mean, oh man, it's it's hard for me to make a you know one, two, three. It's just right there with the Avengers and Winter Soldier and you know. Yeah, I would almost say that this is even though it's not an Avengers movie, it's the best Avengers movie that they've done. Probably, yeah. You know, uh, just because the first movie. There was really no storyline. It was essentially just the excitement of seeing them all on the screen together. Mm-hmm. The right. second uh, Age of Ultron was too much of a retread of the first one, even though Almost it was Age a little of darker. Was more all, it could have been like a cliff note or something. Yeah, it just it just didn't seem like it, it could was have like been a, a transition movie. movie compared to the first. You one. You know, it had one. to give them like well. Little, yeah, after seeing Civil War, Age of Ultron just seemed like a setup for this movie. Right. Really. Plus, if you noticed, and if you you would later find out from watching uh, YouTube, doing more homework for this fucking job, is that the uh, the stunts were more real. There was less CGI. 
So when in, in the opening scene where everybody's getting thrown around and, and beaten soundly, those are the guys. They're on wires, but those are the guys. Sure, the truck people. that went through the gate, they really threw that truck through that gate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, great action sequences. It was unbelievable. Great stunts. Uh, just everything about this movie was, yeah. was yeah, really, yeah, yeah. really well done. But let's, uh, let's just tie up the, uh, the loose end of uh, Cap versus uh, Iron oh, Man. Yeah. Because what I thought was really, really interesting is uh, in the third act... There was a very similar to Batman versus Superman. Yeah. There was this new information yeah, that was, was suddenly revealed <laughs> where, oh, now we're friends and I forgive you, Captain yeah. America, and I'm going to go help you. But what they did that was really clever is just when you thought there was going to be this nice, warm, and fuzzy reunion, they totally unraveled it in a very serious yeah. way yeah. that kind of recast the whole movie in a totally yeah. different light. So you had this vicious knockdown, drag-out battle between Cap and Iron Man right. and, and yep. Winter Soldier. Yes. So to say the first scene in the movie is a foreshadowing event for what happens in the end. And just to tell you how much how well done this movie was made, we see the Winter Soldier doing one of his first kills in the right. winter. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> all those little details are yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just such a well-made movie. Um, okay, so now let's now that we we've kind of talked about the Cap versus Iron yeah, Man yeah. through line and how at the end they are still at odds but have you know, they're at least on still on talking. Well, not talking, right. but well, writing terms. You know, they're still in communication. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah. Well, like in um, like in uh, uh, L. Frank Baum's uh, uh, Wizard of Oz, his or no, it was the Grinch. I'm sorry, wrong reference. Um, his heart grew about this much. Tony's. Tony's. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So he went from. So now I was right with the Tin Man. The Tin Man got a heart, and then it grew this much. So somewhere you, you've uh, you've yeah, fused uh, a couple different uh, <laughs> brought in the whole library thing. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, I can cry yeah. now, but only one tear. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Only one tear. Exactly. Just I, the welling of the I, eyes. I, 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 I hope missed, you're there to see it. Yes. Um, my 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 chief concern about the movie number one, um, I missed the Hulk because it was an Avengers movie in my mind without the Hulk, and I like the Hulk. But was um, he in the Civil War comic? No, but then oh, shut up. There you go. Then shut up. <laughs> so, so now we're talking about just the movie, fucker. Okay, um, but at so least I, they did reference yes, the fact that the Hulk yes. wasn't there. And because the Fantastic Four wasn't there and Doctor Strange wasn't there and Namor and um, Blue, Black Bolt um, weren't there, so the, the Illuminati weren't there to say, well, shit, he's not here because we sent him off to the fucking other end of the universe because we're afraid. And they also we. talked about the fact that, the, that Thor wasn't around either. Yes, yes exactly, so, which, is, which is fine. So I'll, I'll give him that. Um, I think uh, Spider-Man had the best lines. Okay, well, let's, okay, you're jumping around. Let's not just throw out random topics here because there's a lot to cover. Okay. There's a lot to cover. Okay. So let's talk about, since you brought up Spider-Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's actually talk about how he came to be in the story because that's been one of the biggest uh, complaints or criticisms of the movie and one of the most highly praised features is Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the critics are saying, 
he doesn't really have anything to do with this story, at least not the comic book story, but the Marvel Universe story that right. he's just kind of shoehorned in there to set him up for his next movie, uh, you know, the relaunching of the, the new Spider-Man franchise. Um, well, what okay. was What was your take? I think that... Because um, essentially, this is also an Iron Man or a, a Spider-Man origin story. It it is, and I don't care for it from that aspect. Um, it's it's correct in that in Civil War. Oh, we're back to the fucking books now, Levin. Um, that You're Spider-Man is a, yes, Spider. I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's I'm, I'm right on. Uh, Spider-Man is a pivotal character in that in that story, except he's like 15 years older than he is right now, which is fine. And Marissa Tomei as Aunt May, uh, spot on. Who doesn't love Marissa? Um, I Tony think, Stark did. Yeah. <laughs> he was. He had a lot of uh, yeah. <laughs> pro-Aunt May comments. Yeah, a little, little crushing there. Um, I thought it was interesting that, uh, sorry, um, in, the, uh, in the movie, it opens with uh, Tony, uh, giving money away for uh, MIT students. And then his, when he realizes he needs help, he brings back, and uh, f- apparently there's research on his holophone, which is a really interesting piece of technology. I can't wait. Yeah, that was kind of a cool gadget. When it, gets, uh, when it gets released, I'm giving it about three years, and that's actually going to be available. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I have a conspiracy theory about that. Um, but it was very good in that, we, we realize, and he, so does he, that Spider-Man may actually be the strongest, most resilient superhero in the entire arcane. Well, he was going toe-to-toe with all these with major players. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Because his... But what about his reveal in the storyline as far as Tony Stark pulling up all these YouTube clips of yeah, Spider-Man? And, and I don't... I, I, th- that I find very hard to believe, and that... He just puts two and two together. How does he find them? Yeah, they they do a lot of logic leaping yeah, to get to yeah. that point. Um, but it was it was pretty good. I think the kid who played him um, did a good job. He was very consistent, and um, I thought it was interesting that we don't see his current costume. Um, we only see the new costume, and compared to the one in the books, again with the fucking books. It's completely different because they're giving him his Tony Stark provided costume is now the costume we've always known him to wear. Well, that was in the original trailer when Spider-Man first appeared. I wondered how they got his eyes to open and close. And he does mention he does reference the, the he does reference the goggles. Yes, so he it's so I thought it was perfect that Tony Stark designed this so suit, which gave him that ability. Yes. yes, that was we were all waiting for that when we saw it. What it was a month ago? Yep. Yeah, basically, essentially doing what the comics books did as a cheat. Right. But this kind of made it practical. Um, and I will say, I don't know how you felt, Mark, but. I did feel that Spider-Man was shoehorned into the story, but the payoff was so worth it yes. that it didn't. Uh, right, I didn't because care. He's, he's like a fanboy. Yes. Yes. Right. These are these are the the people that he he he's totally geeking up. out to all these right, superheroes. Exactly. And it was it's, kind of funny because because he was geeking out on one side and. Ant Man was geek, kind of geeking yes. out on the other Ant-Man side. Ant Man was the geek because for Captain he, America. Like, yeah, because yes. he hands Captain America his shield back. He goes, "Here's your shield back, Captain America." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was priceless. There, there, 
that this was our uh, how how spoily do we want to go with? Yeah, yeah. no, we're we're at, we're at um, the point of no return okay, now. Sarah, um, when he says, "Okay, I got one last thing," and he goes, he says, "But." It, it might not work. He says, what it's is it? It's pretty big. Yeah, right. It's pretty big. Oh, well, wait, wait. Well, you're jumping gonna... topics here. We're not finished with Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Let's, sorry. Let's, let's bro- wrap broke, up Spider-Man. He broke Ant-Man Trump, so I <laughs> want to talk about it. The, there's an end, cre- uh, end credit scene that kind of sets up the new Spider-Man movie. Mark, did you stick around for yes. the very end? Yes. Yeah, and do you think that's going to... Obviously, we know. I mean, they said it right on the screen. Spider-Man will be back in 2017. Looks like right. Stark gave him some kind of new technology for, uh, you know, it looks like something he's. Looking yeah, so we see the Spider-Man signal, almost like a bat signal, right. on well, the ceiling. I think what it was it was it was a virtual holographic computer in his wrist because it had because, all these other apps on around the right, around the because rim. Because he was making fun of the fact that every, all the technology he had was dumpstered. Dumb oh, gotcha! Stuff. Yes, he had a he had an old uh, what I yeah, used to old refer Mac, an uh, old Mac, yep. and 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 he was bringing home a, a DVD, a perfectly good DVD found in the trash. Um, so I think whatever whatever was in in his it's wrist, going to have a bunch of high tech uh, yeah, Spidey no gadgets. He's going to control it, but it was much like the the tech that was in his camera. Well, it has and been it, announced. Phone. It has been announced that Robert Downey Jr. is going to be playing a main part of the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, okay. Um, so that does kind of so segue. He's, he's going to be on loan to Sony. Speaking of the Spider-Man movie, what's the title of the movie? Homecoming. And wasn't that one of the words <laughs> that triggered the Winter Soldier? Yes, it definitely it was. was. So I wonder if there's was. a connection there somehow. Yeah, but he ripped his arm off. He's not gonna, and then put him in this. But but this why would they stasis. use the word homecoming and then? Yeah. Oh, they're I, not gonna they're not gonna do that by mistake or by chance. That uh, is definitely definitely something in the plan oh, there. I guess. And since you brought that, that would that, be a lot of collaboration between Marvel, Disney, and Sony. And the, well, f- f- all indications are that Marvel is producing this movie, and Sony is essentially just distributing. Um, oh. So yeah, I think Marvel is really dictating the casting and okay. you know all the story changes. I'm I'm a I'm a big Spider-Man fan. It's you know my favorite, second only to Hulk. So okay, so now the other new character, which I think was a natural, organic part of the story and worked much much better was the Black Panther. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. You know, because Spider-Man, they just kind of like, hey, let's bring him in, and Tony shows up out of nowhere, whereas T'Challa... the same thing with Ant-Man, too. Yeah, but Ant-Man at least was an established character. Right, he's already had a movie. And, yes, in, and in the end credits, they did give us that teaser scene, so they kind of set us up for the fact that he was going to appear in this movie, um, whereas this is the first time we've seen Black Panther. Right. Um, but that was actually part of the story because yeah. they were, you know, uh, Wakandans were the victims of the the big bombing that right. happened. Um, so I think. Well, they were the victims of a Nigerian bombing, but yeah. Yeah, they were in Nigeria, right. correct. But okay. see, Wakanda has been and is the source for, uh, what is it? Is it um, adamantium? I think they had to use vi- was it vibranium? Oh, as, vibranium! As, well, I'm what, sorry. Was vibranium the the 
the like sort that's of like what the, cap shields made is out it, of. yeah but isn't it wasn't it regularly in the comic made out of adamantium adamantium Ugh, i can't get the word out adamantium Ad, adamantium yes well, well let's not worry about that yeah suffice it to say along, we gotta, they they've been around a for a while i thought it was interesting that this movie could and let's pray thankfully be a substitute for an origin movie for uh, Black Panther, and we can just go right in well, you, to having him be a character you, instead of having to sit through another two and a half hours of, yeah, I get it, invulnerable suit, he's fancy. He's well, that's claws. what I thought was interesting was that we got a Spider-Man origin story and a Black Panther origin right, story exactly. in one. Uh, and so, But the difference between this and Dawn of Justice is that these were well integrated into the story. It wasn't something over here and, ooh, what's that? And something over here and, I'm sorry, did you say something? Le- the way that B versus S was. Uh, I could go on and on about how much better this is, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't want to kick nope, a just, movie franchise while it's down. I you do, know? but that's fine. <laughs> I got it out. I'm done. Plus, there's so much great stuff to talk about Civil War. And, 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 you and, all could kiss my Oh, <laughs> see? I thought I was going to be able to say it and get away with it, but no. Thanks. Ghost of Q. Mark, what did you think about Black Panther? Oh, he's great. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're easy. (laughs) I don't get the helmet, though. That was pretty cool, though, when he just pops it off. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Wasn't it? I don't know. I, I... The physics of it is bothered. Oh, oh, I see. How me, it stays on yes, and then the comes off that is, easily. Is being bothered. And the fact is that I don't care if your your suit can stop bullets. I don't care if your suit can stop bullets, but if you're by your own inertia being flung across head, hand over ass and then smash into a wall, you're going to have so much internal bleeding. I don't care if you're fucking bulletproof. You're going to be half in a bag. And he gets up, mar, 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 fuck you all, blah, 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 and goes on and wants to kill I think more. they were trying to present it almost like Iron Man's suit where it you know, protects him from and all yeah, I think these. he might be enhanced, too. That would have to be the case. Well, that'll be an uh, interesting topic for his solo movie. Damn it. And, and that was another end credit scene. We see Bucky going into some oh, yeah, sort stasis. of... He's back into stasis because until they can clear his mind of yes. that homecoming crap. And he's in Wakanda. Right. So that makes me wonder, is the Black Panther movie going to be tied in with the Winter Soldier right. storyline? Is that going to be kind of uh, what motivates him to you know, well, spring into action? Ant, the, the, the Ant-Man, the, 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 the Henry Pym... Research was actually being done. I believe it was, was yeah. Wakanda. And we did see Wakanda in Age of Ultron, correct? Or we saw Claw. Yeah, with Claw, yeah. Yeah. So oh. they, they have been kind of setting it up. So I wonder if, you know. Or if it's going to be a prequel. Yes. Yeah. Are they going to oh. cop out and do but a, then it an origin? But would have been his old man, wouldn't it? No, but I think he was probably. I think he was probably. Yeah, he didn't just become Black Panther in this. No, he movie. only just became yeah. the king when his right. father yes, died. Yes, exactly, okay. exactly. Because yeah. his father couldn't have been running around like that. <laughs> no, probably not. Man. I don't know if it's a really good suit. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, quickly because we're running long. Uh, let's talk about some of the other cameos or guest appearances. Oh. You were going to talk about Ant Man becoming 
uh, Giant, Giant Man, Man. which yeah. for me was the, my favorite scene yes. in the movie, yes. hands I, down. I, I would say that no was comparison. Probably, I love Peter Parker's reaction to that. Like, yeah. holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> well, and the way he decides to take him down. Have you guys seen that old movie, Empire Strikes yeah. Back? Priceless. I was just like, oh, you know the, those Walker things. You remember how they got him without his? And he's like, all right, everybody, don't worry about it. He's young. I get it, but it's a good idea. And see, and I think I like that scene the most because it kind of brought everyone together. For the most part, all of those characters were involved in that moment to some degree. Right. Um, and and just the kind of the fantastic nature of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, to go that big. Well, I mean, and like you said, considering the last time he did it, he passed out. Yes. Um, and this time it worked, and he was doing a lot of things. I thought at that point, um, for all the collateral damage. That they did at that airport, it was still pretty cool. It was very cool, and I think that got me excited. So not only did this movie get me excited for the new Bat or the new Black Panther, the new Spider Man, but it also got me pumped for the next Ant Man movie because it's Ant Man and the Wasp is right. the sequel. Right. But obviously, we're going to be seeing Giant Man in that movie yeah. as well. Yeah. So uh, that was totally geeky. And then, what did you guys think about uh, the Vision? And Scarlet Witch, are they setting that? Because I know yeah. in the comic books, yeah. there's a yeah, there's a romance there. Were yeah. they setting that up or trying to yeah. at least establish that I, in this? She surprised me. I didn't know that you could do that. Either did I. Yes, yeah. true love yeah. will do that for you, yes, right? Just the way, just the way Paul Bettany was was playing it when he's like cooking. Yeah, the way he's kind of like he's kind of a pinch of this, and, and he's like yeah. looking at her. Just just his whole mannerisms yep. when he's around Wanda. You know, he just. But again, what I liked about it is that they were setting up the romance, but it was complex enough to where they were still at odds and she still blasts him through, you know, what looked like 10 stories of, you know, Avenger. That was amazing. That was pretty awesome. (laughs) The molten magma. That was great. That was great. And he just came back. It's a big, big deal. I love it when he goes through a giant man's body. Hey, suck this one. <laughs> <laughs> when he goes, goes right through him. That was funny. That was, yeah. very, um, that was very Martian Manhunter-ish. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot Vision could do that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, when he starts walking through the walls, he's like, well, the door is open, so I thought it was okay to come in. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 use the door. Viz, I told you. And it was funny to see him in slacks. and uh, yeah. yeah, that was weird. It's like, if you can change Fix your appearance. Look normal. What the hell? Yep, yep. So, uh, okay, so um, we've talked about almost everybody, um, but we, we haven't talked about Black Widow. We talked about her earlier, about the, the solo film. Right. Uh, I th- again, I thought she was one of the more interesting characters because she played both sides yeah. of, the, of the fence, well, and, and, and Tony, Tony called her right, out Tony on it. Tony called her out on it. Well, it's not a big deal for you to be a double agent, is it? Surprised she didn't knock him off the. Yeah, she should have kicked his ass right then and there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just think uh, you know it it was a continuation of you know how awesome she was in in Winter Soldier. Right. You know, because Age of Ultron again, I don't think she had a whole lot to do. They were trying to do the romance thing with uh, with Banner. Right. Um, But who knows how that's going to play out? Because supposedly in the next Thor movie. 
Banner's going to be in Asgard, so I doubt Black Widow will be (laughs) having much of a a factor in that storyline. Oh, all right. Um, When is that due? Not for another year yet. I think that's a while off. The timelines, I mean, the dates for the movies. Yeah, don't throw. Guardians comes out next May. Well, first Doctor Strange comes out. Oh, we just ended our live podcast there. Oh, no. Facebook. We hit our 90-minute mark. Um, Okay, so let's wrap this up real quick. We got uh, Doctor Strange is coming out. September. Yes. No, November. 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 End of the year, basically. Then Guardians in May. What comes out in the summer? Is it Black Panther coming out in the summer or Thor? Later uh, in the summer. I think it's Thor. I think it's Thor. In the late summer? Yeah, I think it's Thor. Oh, God, they got to have, yeah. have, have something coming out. Yeah. Because now I think they're going to be they're gonna be on that schedule where they're doing three movies a year. Yeah, they're upping it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So there's got to be Because we've got all kinds of disposable income to give to them. Because then they got Guardians. Next year they got Guardians in May. They got some in the summer. Then they kind of have, have to have some in the winter, too. Yeah, well, without that info in front of me, it's probably not best to uh, I know that the cost, on about cost of it. movies is skyrocketing and as as hard as it is for a kid to buy comics even on, even with comic free comic book day um just behind us um they better not raise fucking prices or I most of the kids aren't reading that. comics they're watching the movies no i'm talking I, <laughs> that was in between two commas mark it's fucking price of fucking movies just like comic books comma i hope they don't raise prices or there'll be fucking trouble period Oh. Read the fucking script, so what Mark. They're, what they're doing is they're raising the prices not through the movie tickets, but the movie-going experience. So 3D, IMAX, yes. the luxury seating with, like, the recliners and the wider leather yes, chairs. I agree. So that's how they're getting you now. You can go to the drive-in. Yeah, they still got a few drives. My car's not that comfortable. Um, <laughs> and I, alcohol. Right. I that's was, the big I was thing. going yes. to point out that for the same matinee there is the old used seats that don't quite go back for five bucks yep the same seats in a new theater 650 the the same uh theater but 3d in the old theater is seven and change and in the new theater is eight and change the imax for the matinee is like 10 and change and if you use the online service it's an extra dollar and if you use a gift card for the online service, it's another dollar. So I'm going to save this rant for another day because we're already running long, but suffice it to say, movie industry, I'm coming to fucking get you. Comics, beer, and money saving tips. That's right. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. I, I It's safe to say that we all loved I am, Civil I, War. Sounds like yes. I will love Civil War. I love Civil War. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, north and south, everybody fights. Gunfire, hell yeah! What right. about east and west? Don't they have a civil war too? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> my, we didn't, we, there was a cold war. My thing. only complaint, other than the shoehorning in of Spider-Man, right. was that they did not give almost any time to the villain uh, Nemo. Oh, that's such a yeah lame villain. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it wasn't Nemo. I it th- wasn't the Nemo character. Zemo. Zemo, sorry. Zemo, whatever. Nemo, Nemo, Zemo whatever Zemo. the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it was all fantasy, whatever the fuck it was. Well, I mean, I thought the character was interesting, and I liked his motivation that he's not somebody out to rule the world and take over. You know, he really just wanted revenge, and he wanted the Avengers to tear themselves apart because he knew he was he wouldn't be able to do it. And he did a fine job of it. Yes, and so I think that was awesome. 
but they just spend so little time on that character and we found that out so late in the story yeah. that it really had almost no impact or so, meaning so really. how many times did he listen to the recording the vo- voicemail recording on his phone like two or three times. Yeah, three yeah. times. Yep. So you heard it once. I thought it was like something current, like someone's right. leaving him a message. The second I think that's time what I they heard wanted it you and to it's think. the exact same message. I was, I was suspicious, but I didn't understand. That's before we knew he was from whatever, Sigovia. whatever Ovia, and <laughs> I don't, you know, and then on the third time. When he's listening to it and and he gets caught and tries to kill himself like a puss, yeah, he deleted it because he figured he's gonna kill himself. He's never gonna listen to it again. But it's it's interesting that Tony had a 180 degree moment and Black Panther had one. Thank you. Well, all I can think of is 60s Civil War shit. He was Um, he was gonna let another 180 degrees, and then not only was he gonna not gonna kill him, but he was gonna make sure he suffered by taking him in and putting him in prison. Yeah. And then the Hobbit, the fuck is a Hobbit doing in this goddamn movie? And then the Hobbit, (laughs) yeah. And the Hobbit comes into the cage and says, "Okay, go ahead, make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry." And I'm thinking, "Okay, fine, Bill Bixby." And yeah, so it, it kind of it was it was a satisfying end. There was a lot of shit in there that I would like to punch somebody. In I the think ass if they had just for, brought Zemo's revelation of what his motivate motivation was, if they had brought that up sooner, that would have made you think, oh, okay, it was falling perfectly into his trap, and you know, right? I, but he's already done his revenge. He has no motivation to come back and be a villain in another movie, even if he escapes, and even if he oh, I don't revenge. think they're gonna. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna right, use him for he anything was a else. Huge he was a, a, a he was a huge character, constantly being beaten down and thrown in jail. How did he know by... about all the Hydra? You know, how did he know about the Winter Soldier when he went to go? Well, fight? he was a uh, he was part of Hydra. Okay, I wasn't really. I didn't yeah, and see, and hard. again, that's pro- the problem with the movie is they spend so little time on it. Unless you're really paying attention, yeah. like you could totally he was miss like a that. Colonel, oh, Colonel, yeah, Colonel, Slakovia. You know, I, <laughs> see, I have no idea what the Slakovia. fucking word is. Slakovia. I didn't know that he was with Hydra. I didn't think he was with. Hydra. Yeah, no, he was definitely with Hydra. And uh, l- just so this is not a total love fest, my only other complaint yeah. was that they Marvel is known for never killing anyone off, oh, and they so too. and yeah, and so when. Uh, What's his name? War uh, machine crashes oh, down. Yeah. I thought they would have given He's it. Supposed to die. Yeah, they would have given it some real emotional, like when uh, Coulson died in the original right. Avengers. That would have been oh, like did a he great. Die? <laughs> well, <laughs> theoretically, or did he? Right. But, you know, so I, I think. To... Go ahead. So I think they should have killed off Brody. I mean, as much as I like the character and and as cool as Brody, Brody is Brody. from Jaws. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Um, well, I was, you know, as a black guy, I was thinking, bro. Tony, we need a bigger suit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, I just think they they need to kill off a character every once in a while. Right. You know. I don't know if it wasn't me or did every time you've seen these scenes, these intimate scenes between Steve. Rogers and, and Bucky, it started to look like you was starting to go into broke back territory. <laughs> <laughs> I was starting to go, what's going on here? There's a hard, the time hard romance going on. That? 
It just looked real. Like I'm waiting for someone to make a short film called like Brokeback Avenger or something like that. Oh, that would be good. That, that would be good. There's a market for that. Well, I would. I, I will say that was one of the the things that I liked most about it was that Steve Rogers uh, was not acting on rational thought. You know, Vision had this calculation of oh, of, yeah, 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 of yeah. why they should sign. And Steve Rogers, they perfectly set up the fact that these are emotional decisions. Peggy uh, just died. Yep, right. Peggy dies. Right. So the only other living person from his former life, his pre-frozen life, right. is Bucky. So I could see why he would go well, to all he's ends. he's 90 years old and he has no friends. And everybody just uses him as a tool. Right. He and is a, just yeah, a weapon to he them. He needs to remember why he's doing what he's doing. If, if you take all of the guy's loves, there's an air quote there, folks, um, you, he's not going to be able to do his job anymore. Yep. And so, yeah, so I totally bought the fact that he would go all these ridiculous lengths to protect right. and, and try to help his friends. So, for me, that was kind of the emotional center of the movie and and what totally made it work and all the other eye candy and crazy stuff that happened was you know was bonus but you know the the center of the story right the nice the nice thing about it is that the people who followed cap followed cap because they love and trust him yes they don't care what his reasoning is per se correct it doesn't matter right or wrong he's their friend he's probably saved their life more times than not not because they owe him, but because they love and trust him. The people who follow Tony are heartless bastards that are just trying to follow the rules because they could give a fuck. Well, I and think that's it was, the difference. To I think honest. it was more along the lines of the vision. They were looking at it from a rational, logical point of view. That we're, okay, we're this is what we r- should be doing. Logical animals, are we? No, and that's what that's that's what made that divide so great and clear in this right. movie is that you've got the people working on emotions. And then you've got the people working on logic and, you Right, know. but that still doesn't explain why Black Widow was on Iron Man's side. Well, again, she was playing both sides of the fence. Right. You know. so she was on Tony's side because the government's more powerful and they're in control, but she was really had her own ulterior right. personal I mean, and she motives. used to work for the KGB, so she knows about governmental this and that and you do whatever you want if you have the power so she's a survivor she'll do and whatever how come it takes spider-man so. had a perfect uh, sorry spider-man had a perfect opportunity to say his tagline and when tony says why do you do this kid and if his new line turns into well somebody's got to look out for the little man i will crawl up somebody's ass and give them such a beating they will not. Well, remember, this out. is an origin, so they got to save, you know, the some whole, stuff the for The origin his. of Spider-Man is he's doing what he's doing because he saw his uncle die, and his uncle always told him with great power comes great responsibility, and the entire franchise is built on that statement, and they had an opportunity to put it in, and they didn't do it. That's for a solo movie. That's for a solo can't shoehorn. He was already shoehorned enough. You can't oh, shoehorn in his, all his personal need a, baggage. need a bigger shoe. All right, wrap it up. We are way, way okay. over on this bad boy. Well, I, for one, am very excited to see it. And even all spoilers aside, that's... So we didn't ruin it for no, you? absolutely not. <laughs> okay, no, absolutely we made her want to see it yeah, even absolutely. more. Yeah, no, Excellent. I mean, I, I think from what I've heard here and from reviews that I've read on my own time, like, it's, it seems like it's, it's definitely the movie of the time right now. And that is, it's important, 
for a lot of reasons, but um, you know, I think for all of the comic book series and everything that have been coming out to the big screen, you know, I think it's about time that there's a really, really solid one. And this is a culmination of a lot of movies. I mean, this ties in almost every Marvel movie into one. Yeah. So, and that's the other thing. If people haven't seen all of the Marvel movies, you might want to brush up because there's a lot of in jokes and little Easter egg type things that you'll only get. Like the guy sitting next to me said, "Uh, who's that guy that got real big again? And I was like, oh, oh that's no. Ant-Man. He had his own movie. So you obviously, never saw Ant-Man? He never... goes and sees Civil War the first weekend it opens. He's never seen Ant-Man. <laughs> nope. nope. Especially after think... my stellar review. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But no, that's that's, that's the thing. There's a lot of people that just see like the, the quote-unquote big Marvel movies like The right. Avengers, right. Iron Man, you know. But they don't even know why they're going to see it. Something in the Because everyone else is doing it. They're just followers. Yep, yep, sheep. Drones. Ah. <laughs> All right, wrap this up for us. Brad. Okay, for Mark Myers and really Mark, you really need to wear gloves because they'll find you on the fingerprints. <laughs> Sarah, hello. Yes. It's so nice to have you here. Thank you. Uh, Thank we you look for forward to having you join us in next time. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. And it's been a pleasure. Denver, thanks for putting together a chance for all of my friends on Facebook to see what I really look like. Not that Joe, uh, um, John Belushi picture I put up there as my Facebook picture. And this is Brad from Comic Experience Sci-Fi. Um, please buy the books at Able Ideas to keep us going or just send us money because we will spend it on this. We will see you next time. This has been episode 20 of Comic Experience Sci-Fi. We're out. Oh, wait. Hold on. I don't have anything to drop. There. It's all died. I dropped the microphone. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs>